The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Morency. Rage all you want. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Renzi, the Pets, the Pirates, the Hustlers, the people, the Bustler, and everybody else in between. We're breaking it down. Sirius XM Channel 159. Let's do this thing. Talking about Thursday night uh, football. So Cam's in on the Chargers right now. First place on the line in the AFC West. As the Kansas City Chiefs are one game up on the Chargers. But the Chargers already beat them earlier in the year. So if they beat them, they'll be tied. Same record. Yet the Chargers alone, the tiebreaker with a 2-0 uh, edge over the Kansas City Chiefs. So it's a massive game. Essentially, the Chiefs are going to wrap up the division if they win this game tomorrow. Babano, who do you like tomorrow? Wow, uh, it's tough because the Chargers have played well uh, the last couple games. Kansas City's on an absolute roll. I guess I'd have to lean Chiefs. I I don't want to step in front of Kansas City right now. Let's put it that way. And they're playing with revenge for a loss at Arrowhead to the Chargers back in September, back when the Chiefs weren't playing the way they are now. It's a different Chiefs team now. And while the Chargers have looked impressive here these last couple weeks, Marenzi, look, Cincinnati screwed up time and time again against San Francisco in the loss on Sunday. And they did the same thing when the Chargers beat them a couple weeks ago. And then the Chargers rolled past a flatlining Giants team last week. So I don't want to make those two wins sound like they're just phenomenal. They played well, but this is going to be a night and day different kind of challenge for Herbert and the Chargers against Kansas City, the way the Chiefs are playing. The Chiefs defense, what have they given up, 17 points or less now in five or six straight games? It's been a completely different night and day defense from Kansas City. Uh, I, I could only look Kansas City here. Uh, I probably will lay the points, and uh, I like points in this game to be scored as well. Uh, I know Kansas City's defense has improved, but the Chargers are good enough offensively to not get completely shut down by Kansas City, even though their defense is playing better. So I think there will be points, and I'd look to the road favorite. I just don't want to get in Kansas City's way right now. I think it's going to be a close football game as well. I think it's going to be close total. Total's manageable. Sounds like everybody likes the over here, Cam. Uh. That's a problem, Renzi. But the thing is, how do you take the under in this game, right? Like, just, just the offenses are too too explosive. And the thing is, I'm, I'm telling you, good point by you guys. But here's the thing about Kansas City, too. They need Fenton back. They got some injuries. Let's talk about Chris Jones, too. He gets pressure yeah, Jones on the being out, yeah. That, that, it's actually bigger than people think because one thing that Herbert can do, he's an underrated runner, right? So with, without Jones, I think Herbert's going to actually take off a lot more. And maybe we look he at his rushing prop. prop. 
Yeah, see, Maria, he reminds you're already on top of this stuff. I know when you go to bed tonight, before you put your head on that pillow, you're on your machine typing Herbert over, going through all your props, you're doing all that stuff. And yeah, might as well get it in now. 15 and a half right now. It'll probably be higher, guys. 15 and a half. I would have made that prop probably, what, 22 and a half? I think that's really low because Herbert can run. It is light. Let's see what he did in the first game against Kansas City earlier. He ran for 16. Interesting, huh, that they make it 15 and a half. He ran for 16. So Herbert against the Giants in a game they won easily. Rushed for 19 yards. Six against Cincinnati. 36, 90, 22. He's gone over this number in four of the last five games. Exactly. All right, let's do this thing. It's level two. What's up, San Diego, Los Angeles, the mightier 1090 RAM radio affiliates. We're kicking it. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Morenci. Throwing it down Sirius XM channel 159 Sports Good Radio Networks. Ian Cameron in the Raging Red Egg. Cam Store kicking with us, and we're getting some bonus props here uh, with Cam. Me and the band will get into the bowls. I'm looking forward to getting to this time. We can start breaking down the bowl games. Uh, but Justin Herbert right now, you know, overnight number 15 and a half over under rushing yards. In a football game, it's a must-have. In a game that you know, what I mean, he's gonna he's gonna take off at every opportunity that he has to uh, to get a first down. He won't be holding back in this game when first place is on the line uh, tomorrow night. He's a very capable scrambler, uh, guys. If we look back um, at his last at, at his last uh, six games, he's actually gone over in five of the last six here: 19, 6, 36, uh, 90, 22. And um, when he when he played Kansas City earlier this year, he rushed for 16 yards. I like to play over 15 and a half. And I would suggest, because every yard counts, I would suggest to play it overnight because I bet you tomorrow Cam is probably going to be about 17, 18 and a half by kickoff. I agree. And just the thing about Herbert is, like, he's one of those guys that, uh, you know what I mean, he's not going to be running all the time, but there's going to be a play where Kansas City's going to bring it, he's going to avoid a guy, and just boom. The thing I like about that number is you can get that on one or two runs from Renzi. Exactly. I think he's that a big dude, too. I think, yeah, like, I, I just think that number is a little bit light. I know they want to keep him in the pocket, but in a big game, I like to take the over in these ones because the quarterback, yeah, he's going to do anything to win and rush to get first downs. I love the prop. Babano? I wouldn't argue with it either. I, I, haven't, I haven't looked in the box yet for Thursday night. Are we in Tel Aviv here? Yeah, I know. Like, I, don't know. I don't know. I was waiting for like, yeah, yeah. It's like Wolf Blitzer. One, yeah. two, three. Yeah. We sent it to Babano in Jerusalem. Babano. Uh, yeah, 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 exactly. Babano. Where are you? <laughs> you in Afghanistan right now? What's going on? Yeah, I'm, I'm overseas. Hey. Yeah. The, the, the bear of the Ticats losing was too much to bear. I had to get out of the country. Yeah. Your phone hasn't cut out yet tonight, though. It actually sounds better than normal. Yes. No, he sounds great. He sounds really yeah. clear. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, all right, we're up against it here. Let's, uh, let's get, uh, get to the bowls on the other side. We got Friday bowls, yes. Saturday bowls. Got a little NFL yes. as well. Late night anger oh, management class. You up for some bowl talk, Cam? I got, a, I got a bowl of pistachios right in front of my face. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. 
With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. You are listening to Sports Rage Late Night with Gabe Marinci. Whoa, yeah! The Late Night Anger Match Request. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabe Marinci. The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people that bust them, and everybody else in between. We're breaking it down. Cam Stewart's staying for another bonus segment. Babano in the house. we got a full house in level three, too. Pete Annapolis will step up, and then we'll talk NBA basketball. Uh, Frank Schwab from Yahoo Sports. Yahoo Schwab joins us. A uh, great NFL handicapper as well. Uh, he's finished, uh, I think he finished like 30th or something in the Super Contest a couple of years ago. Um, so, yeah, Schwab, uh, Schwab will step up and in. A lot of stuff to get to. Um, so, yeah, we can talk NFL, but let's get into the Bulls a little bit uh, here. So, as you stated, Cam, when I decided last night, I started getting into the Bulls, just looking at the Bull facts thing. You know, oh, yeah, this team and that team. And there's a couple of things you got to remember, and it sort of, you know, it pops up, and you're like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that, that this team does this and that in bowl games all the time. But first up is the Bahamas Bowl. And uh, Toledo, Bulls haven't been nice to Toledo. All right, they haven't won a bowl game since 2018. Their current coach is 0 and 3. So that just actually, there's the motivation right there. You know that this team, they're gonna have a bunch of seniors. They're gonna have a bunch of dudes that have been there forever. They don't have guys going to the NFL for the most part that are gonna want this pretty badly, actually. But it doesn't mean you want to be laying the points. Now, Middle Tennessee State aren't much better. They're one and five straight up. And uh, against the spread in their last six bowls, Middle Tennessee State are four and over and four and zero to the over in their last four bowl games. Toledo are on a four and over run. Their offense actually woken up in the last month of the season. This is an interesting stat here, though. Uh, Blue Raiders they lead the NCAA in defensive touchdowns. They've scored six defensive touchdowns uh, this year. Wow. You know, when you're getting double digits, that's something. And, if, if, you know, it's not a coincidence. They've got six, three fumble returns and three interception returns for touchdowns this year. Tops in the NCAA. Got to believe they'll probably create one here, actually. I like the over. You know, it's in the Bahamas. I don't think the weather is that bad. Kids in Toledo practice in crappy, worse weather than the Bahamas. Um, I, I'm buying into the total here. Babano, who you got in the Bahamas Bowl? Yeah, there are bowl games other than this one. I have stronger ones over this weekend, but I'll lean a little to Middle Tennessee. Actually, I'll I'll say this about Toledo. 
Um, you know, you mentioned the bowl struggles. The quarterback situation for Middle Tennessee has been tough all year because they're now their third-string quarterback. But he comes in uh, in the last game for them against uh, Florida Atlantic and rallies them to a 27-17 win, and he played well. And now he's going to get bowl practices here, and I believe he's going to be the guy that gets the start. Mike DeLiello, uh, he took over uh, because Chase Cunningham got injured. Bailey Hawkman before that transferred out of the program, and he gave that team a little bit of a spark. And, you know, it's not been a vintage season for Toledo. So for that reason, I lean a little to Middle Tennessee. I don't love it because, look, Toledo does have better stats. Toledo faced a tougher schedule than Middle Tennessee, but I'd still lean to the points. And the the under's taking money for very good reason. Rain and potentially wind in the forecast. And this Bahamas Bowl venue, Thomas Robinson Stadium, historically, there's been wind a lot of times that they've played this bowl game. So keep that in mind. I think that explains why the under is getting a lot of love. Overreaction. I think it's also too. Middle Tennessee State. <laughs> Middle Tennessee State's. Uh, Middle Tennessee State's um, offense can struggle at times, as you mentioned. But the weather's actually gotten better. A couple of days ago, we checked in on this Nassau Bahamas, and um, it was uh, scattered showers and like uh, twenty mile an hour winds. Right now, the weather perfects. Uh, you know, people talk about the weather, but Bano. 81 degrees and sunny. <laughs> it was 16-mile-an-hour winds. Oh, yeah, that's really going to scare the kids from Toledo. Like, come on. You know what I mean? It's, it's balmy. You know what? You're right, though. The marketplace bought into that. They're wrong. I think the over I think the over hits. I think Toledo, the thing is, most bowl games are blowouts, Cam. So it's tough to want to take the points because most of these early games, they're, they're double-digit wins all the time. But it's hard to trust Toledo laying 10 points. Here's the thing about bowl games, and you guys know this. They're the only games on the slate. A lot of people, we go wild for football. Be very, very careful. This is the one thing we see in the past. You know what I mean? Like you have, oh, this team's going to murder this team. But you look, you look where the money's going, where the line's going. And I think we got to be really, really careful in these games. Middle Tennessee State. I don't know what to. I don't know what to think. But Gabe, you shocked me with that stat. I would never have said like who has the most defensive touchdowns. I would have said like George. Well, that's a key stat when you're getting ten points. That's a touchdown it, right there. It, it is. It is. And if the weather stays good, I would take the over in this football game. I think both teams will be able to put points on the board. Uh, this is one though. I give Babano a lot of credit. Weather changes quick in the tropics. You know, you when you go when you go to Bahamas and those countries, it's like Gabe, it's like a Gulfstream racetrack, you know? Yeah. All, all all of a sudden it's like sloppy, then it's dry, and then it's raining. But what really we're talking about weather when it's eighty one degrees and sunny in the Bahamas and it's fifteen mile an hour winds, that's what people want to analyze now. Yep. No, I get it. But I, I, right now, I think the MAC has to do something in these bowl games. Um, just, you know what I mean? This conference is always disrespected. Ohio has been good to us in bowl games. I would lean Toledo, and I, I'd take a shot with the over. Toledo win like 30 to 23 or something and hang on for a close win late. Middle Tennessee State so like drive the ball. And with the points? Kind of leaning with the points, yeah. I like the over, though. I'm standing pat with the over. Um, so, yeah, for each bowl game, I kind of came up with what I thought was the key stat here. And here's an interesting one for, for NIU, for, uh, for for the NIU Coastal Carolina game. Last year, Northern Illinois went 0-6. Right? They only played six games, COVID-shortened season. They went 0-6. Teams who make a bowl game after not winning the year before, it doesn't happen often, 5-1 and one against the spread in bowl games. 
Wow. An interesting uh, thought there, right? So teams that go winless the year before to make a bowl game, 5-1 and one ATS when they do make the bowl game. NIU are 8-4-1 against the spread on the season. Coastal Carolina are 1-5 against the spread in their last six overall games. We should note, Northern Illinois have not won a bowl game since 2011. They're 0-6 and 5 of the 6 bowl games. They've lost by 21 or more points. So uh, bowl games have been a disaster uh, for Northern Illinois, but this is a scrappy-ass Northern Illinois team that's been underestimated every week, Cam, and they're getting double digits. Coastal Carolina are overhyped and overrated uh, due to the point spread. They they covered before when no one knew about them. Now when they're favored and stuff, they don't cover. That's why they're they're one and five against the spread in their last six games. This game should be a track meet where both teams just sort of go up and down the field on each other. Uh, I like the over and I like the underdog. Who you got, Cam? I'm gonna tell I'm gonna tell you this, Marenzi. I love Northern Illinois, and I watched their last f- couple games. Me and you have been on them when we're doing the shows, and they had a big, big feature about this team. And the coach was talking. We're two years ahead of schedule. The players are buying in, and this is the type of team. I, I I'm telling you, I think they show up in the bowl game. They will look at the past failures, and they're gonna show up. I'm betting Northern Illinois. I love the play. The, know what I love about this team? They just. Grind and grind and grind. They're underdogs all the time, and they win outright. You've got to give me Northern Illinois, the Huskies, man. This team is all right, and watch out for them one or two years down the road. they got a nice thing going there in the MAC. Babano, who do you like in the uh, tail greeter bowl? Yeah, you have to be careful with saying Northern Illinois has been bad in the bowl games the last few years. you got to keep betting against them. Those were all Rod Carey bowl games. And That's Rod a good Carey's point. Yes, they haven't been in a bowl game, game since 2018. Point. Yeah, none of these Excellent kids, point. Rocky Lombardi and company, they weren't there for that. You're right. Yeah, they were all Rod Carey bowl games. He's a terrible bowl coach. So this is Thomas Hammock's team now. Uh, let's see how he can do. And look, that was impressive against Kent State in the MAC championship game. Yeah, I'm yep. kind of with you. Coastal Carolina was not a, a good point spread team this year, and they faced one of the easiest schedules in the in the country this year. They did not play a ton of great opponents, uh, Coastal Carolina, but they they do have a good offense. It's 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 one that Northern Illinois hasn't seen. I think they're going to struggle defensively, Northern Illinois, but I think the offense and their own run game, which is pretty good, is going to do enough to keep pace here for a large part of this game with Coastal. So I am in the same camp as you. If I'm betting the game, I'm looking at the double-digit dog. I think I like the total even more. I like what Gabe's thinking with the over. I think it's going to be a high-scoring one. i got to tell you, man, I just saw a Drew Brees commercial pop up during the Capitol Capitol Blackhawk replay I have on one of the screens here. Never thought I'd see Drew Brees popping up saying, same game parlay is available, guys. Log on now. Here we are. Here we are. Great stuff, Cam. We'll break it down tomorrow at 6. Good night, Cam. Bano returns on the other side. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash activecash. Ah. 
the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. This is Sports Rage. I am Gable Ramsey. Throwing it down quick as 180 minutes in Sports Talk Radio. It's flying by, as always, uh, tonight. we got a lot of stuff to get to. we got Ian Cameron kicking with us. We're talking some of these bowl games. First up, Bahamas Bowl. As we stayed in, Cam had a good point. Listen, check back in with the weather. But there was talk about the weather in the Bahamas Bowl earlier in the week. And now get in on this if you like the over, because it's going to climb right now when people actually realize, oh, what? It's 81 degrees and sunny and 16-mile-an-hour winds? That's tropical weather. I don't like, I talked about it last year. We talked about it in the damn Super Bowl, like the New World people and stuff. You guys actually like talking about weather in Florida games and stuff now. Oh, the Super Bowl weather could be a factor in Tampa. Yeah, yeah, the weather. I know. The weather's going to be a big factor in Tampa. That's <laughs> why the Chiefs lost the weather. The cold weather team couldn't handle Tampa. No, they couldn't handle the defensive line. Uh, but I like the over in this game. So, yeah, Nassau, Bahamas, Friday, mostly sunny, 81 degrees, 16-mile-an-hour winds. Yeah, it sounds like terrible weather to me. So, uh, we talked about that game. Um, we got into uh, Coastal Carolina and NIU a little bit uh, right there. Coastal Carolina and NIU, we all agree. We think the point spread's a little bit high, and me and Babano agree. And I'll tell you what, Babano, we in camera with us right now, one of the ice guys, Ed Moore, here on the grid. Um that total was 63.5, up to 64.5 now, Babano. By kickoff, too, when the public starts jumping on this stuff, bro, that total is going to be like 67.5, man. I think it's good we're talking about these games now. It's time to start betting these games. The public's going to get hold of them soon. Yeah, I mean, certainly the public likes overs more than unders, So, uh, and there's definitely truth to that. They gravitate to it, so it makes sense. So don't wait around, especially when you see the tr- total trickle up like this one has. You mentioned the little move it's made up to 64, and, you know, it makes sense. I think Northern Illinois defensively, though, is going to have a tough time because the one thing about the uh, coastal offense, and Grayson McCall, I think, he doesn't have many of these opportunities, a standalone game, a national TV bowl game like this, you know, to really show up and have a big uh, uh, performance, and I think you're going to see it from Coastal's offense, but the Coastal defense was average, very much average this year, and Northern Illinois has got a pretty good run game that's going to test them, so yeah, I like it. There's, there should be points in this one, I think. Yeah, the latest story about uh, in Myrtle Beach right now about Grayson McCall is um, is he returning to uh, to Coastal, that he's going to transfer, so you know, not good, right? Not good. There's been a lot of talk about him, whether he's even going to play or not in the game, right? There's been all kinds of, like, crazy talk with the quarterbacks coming into this stuff. The Jake Hayner story is crazy in Fresno uh, right now. I like to play the clip from Jake, actually. He did a video explaining himself, and I thought it was classy of him to do it. Um, but at the same point in time, it was, it's an awkward situation to say the least at Fresno State with the quarterbacks now. So, yeah, Jake Hayner, because I've read a preview of Babano, 
right? I read. I read. I was just kicking around reading some previews for the bowl games, and it said, "Oh, Jake Hayner is back at Fresno State." It's like, yeah, he's back at Fresno State, but he's not playing. I mean, the guy did a video yesterday talking about I'll see you in 2022. What the hell does that mean? <laughs> right? Like, I'll see you in 2022. You can't quit. Come, come back five days later and just be the starter again right away, right? Like, there's bad blood, right? Like the interim coach said. You know, we'll handle this, whatever, internally. But he's not playing. I'm telling you guys. Opinion on this one, but I'll throw it to you first. App State in Western Kentucky. App State minus three, 67 and a half. Yeah, there was some. There's another game where we weren't sure if Bailey Zappi was going to play for uh, Western Kentucky, but it looks like he is uh, going to play in this game for the yeah. uh, Hilltoppers. And uh, although there is some shakeup with the coaching staff, the uh, OC Zach Kitley was a big part of why this air raid up tempo offense was so good. He took the uh, same job at Texas Tech, but it looks like he's still going to be with the team for this bowl game and call plays. So uh, that's the good news for. Western Kentucky. Uh, there could be a couple of receivers out for Western Kentucky, I'm hearing. And App State's got one of their best in Corey Sutton out for this game as well. So that's a little bit concerning. But to me, rather than either side, I guess the better the defense. defense kind of sucks anyways, Babano. Does it really matter who's out? <laughs> They're terrible. <laughs> their defense yeah, well, is terrible. App State does have a better defense. So uh, it's not a side I'm going to bet, but I lean App State just because of the better defense. And this is another one where it's hard for me to bet an under. It's hard for me to bet any, and I won't bet anyone. Western Kentucky game under. So when it comes to this Western Kentucky team, I either bet over or pass. So it would be the over for me with just a lean App State. Yeah, so App State guys are one of these programs that live for bowl games. Western Kentucky have a good offense. Zappy's good as you talk about. They go up and down the field. They can't stop anybody, right? UTSA were just running simple plays and they couldn't stop it with the game on the line. I think they're going to have a hard time here against an App State team who are one of the best bowl teams. There's two teams that are sort of the kings of the bowls, and they're sort of the same type of program in Marshall and uh, in App State, right? And they both, they live for this stuff, right? This is what they're all about, man. They want to just you know, put another trophy and another bowl in in the trophy case on campus. App State are 6-0 and straight up. They've never lost a bowl game. All right, they've never lost a bowl game uh, before. Interesting tidbit here, guys. Teams Babano that lose in the in their conference championship game generally don't do great in bowl games after. But the thing is, Western Kentucky lost their conference championship game too. That's right, they both did. So as I stated, I think App State are just the all-around better team, uh, Babano. And as I said, I'm not getting in front of a six and zero. 6-0, never lost a bowl game. Don't forget, guys, they, they didn't play in bowl games in the old days, right? They haven't always been D1. So they've only played in six bowl games since since 2014. But they've never lost in one of them. And I'm not getting in front of that. Give me App State, Babano. Yeah, they are. The, the statistically, they're the much better defensive team. And I, I don't love getting into the habit of comparing conferences at bowl time because I like to handicap each game and match up. It's its own entity. It's its own thing. But it's worth noting the Sunbelt Conference has been on the rise the last several years, and Conference USA has been pretty bad the last couple. So, you know, of course, Western Kentucky is the CUSA team, App State the Sunbelt team. So I think there might be just a slight little bit of a class edge here to App State as well. I agree. I agree. I think that's well said. Um, for the record, so we know the uh, Nassau Bahamas Bowl, Nassau Bahamas at the casino there. 
Um, what's that casino called again? Uh, it popped to me in a minute there. Uh, but you know what I'm talking about. Uh, Coastal Carolina at Northern Illinois, the Cure Bowl. That's in uh, Orlando. That's in Orlando, Florida on Friday night. Saturday, the game we just talked about, Bo- uh, Boca Raton, Florida, Western Kentucky, and App State. So um, I like, as we stated, I, you know, I'm not getting in front of uh, I'm not getting in front of the Mountaineers, man. And Western Kentucky's defense just isn't good enough to stop a good football team. This next game, Babano, is interesting, right? Uh, with Jake Hayner, and as I stated, there's some previews out there that you read. They talk about Jake Hayner, the the great quarterback of Fresno State. Jeff DeBoer, the head coach of Fresno State, took the Washington Husky job, and and then immediately after. Uh, Jake Hayner entered the transfer portal and basically was going to go join him at Washington. Yet, I don't know what happened. I don't know if his grades weren't good enough, if it was an academic thing, if DeBoer kind of screwed him and said, you know what, I can get a better quarterback than you at Washington. <laughs> now, I don't know like exactly what happened behind the scenes, but Jake Hayner came you know, scrambling back to Fresno State. And he apologized for transferring, and they accepted him back, right? And he did a video stating basically he went because, you know, he knew what – he didn't know who the new coach was going to be, and he had to worry about himself and all that type of stuff. And sort of selfish, but he was honest about it. And he said, once I found out that Jeff Tedford was going to be the coach, I said, oh, I want back, and thank you for accepting me back. I'll see you in 2022. So he's not playing as we talked about. So you're going to have young quarterbacks going here for Fresno, Babano. And UTEP guys have the longest drought out of anyone in college football since uh, winning a bowl game. They have not won a bowl game since 1967. Incidentally, when the Leafs won a cup. Um, 1967, longest drought. Crazy. So it's the longest drought of any college football team uh, without winning a bowl game since 1967 when they won 14-7 in the Sun Bowl against Ole Miss. So they're getting uh, they're getting a ton of points here, Babano. What do you make of uh, this one in New Mexico? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot going on here to unpack in terms of Fresno State. I mean, obviously, Kalen DeBoer off to Washington. He's taken his offensive coordinator, Ryan Rob with him. Did I say Jeff DeBoer? Yeah, the hockey coach, uh, Kalen. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, Kalen DeBoer. Yeah, Peter DeBoer is the hockey coach. Peter DeBoer, yeah, thank you. Yeah, Kalen Kalen DeBoer, the football version. Yeah, he's off to Washington, taking the OC. I don't know where I got Jeff I don't know where that came from. I don't know either, but took his OC with him, Ryan Grubb. So the running back coach, Lee Marks, is going to be the interim coach. I oh, don't I like Jeff Lane. Tedford. Double... That's what it was. I was thinking about that Jeff Tedford Jeff, and yeah. DeBoer. That's what I did. Jeff yeah. DeBoer. <laughs> yeah, you mixed them up. That's all right. It's been a long day. Uh, Lee Marks, the no, running back coach. No, it hasn't. You say every, every day is a long day for you, Babano. No, it hasn't been a long day. No, that's not why. But anyways, go on. the tongue. Yeah, Lee Marks is going to be the intermed coach, the running back uh, coach for them. I don't like laying points with teams going with coaching changes. He mentioned the Hayner thing. He's probably not going to play. It means you're looking at Logan Fife or Jalen Henderson, two freshmen as the starting quarterback. And I don't know, Fresno, after the season they had, trying to win the Mountain West, fell short of that. Is playing New Mexico. You know, t- you know, New Mexico is often a state they go to a lot. Is that going to be exciting for UTEP? It is. I mean, they, haven't play- play- they haven't played in a bowl game since 2014. The, the actual program hasn't won a bowl game in over 50 years. So for UTEP, this is a huge deal for them. Uh, you read some of their player quotes that I've seen from Hardison, the quarterback, Dana Dimmel, the head coach, that it's an exciting opportunity for them, and they want to put a good foot forward here. So this looks like a double-digit dog that just on enthusiasm alone for this game, Rancy, is probably worth a bet. 
Yeah, and also, um, you know, I'm not saying there's going to be 50,000 UTEP minor fans that show up, but it is a much, you know what I mean? Fresno to New Mexico is no party. It's just a couple of hours. It's like a three and a half, four hour drive for, for UTEP to this uh, to this bowl game. So UTEP Nation will be representing, trying to get that first bowl win since 67. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash activecash. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The late night anger match for class. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Renzi. The pencil players, the hustlers, the people of Boston, and everybody else in between. We're breaking it down. Ian Cameron kicking with us right now. We're talking Bulls. And we'll get back into the NFL a little bit, but I'm enjoying the Bull talk. And the Bulls are coming up, and I think the numbers are going to start uh, moving. Uh, so we're, um, we're into right now. The um, We talked about the New Mexico Bull with uh, Tex UTEP. And shout out to our boy Julio. Our Windy City sports reporter every uh, every Thursday night, Julio. Remember before the season started, I remember he said he liked UTEP over three and a half wins this year, and not only did they go over to three and a half, they won seven games and they're going to a bowl game right now. And as we stated, Jake Hayner will not be playing uh, for Fresno State, and as Babano noted, they'll have freshman quarterback playing with no experience out there, and you're laying double digit points against a team that hasn't won a bowl game since 1967, who's freaking fired up uh, for this. And we'll probably end up not winning the game and losing a heartbreaker, right? But we'll, we'll take the points. It's the way that stuff works. All right, let's get into the Independence Bowl, Babano. Uh, Shreveport, Louisiana, Independence Bowl, UAB, and uh, BYU. This BYU team has been unbelievable uh, this year. Hell of a program, man. You get They lose their quarterback, Zach Wilson, who's drafted second overall in the NFL draft. Kind of takes a little shine away from Wilson even more than, you know, we warned you about Wilson. Look, they didn't miss a beat without him. They didn't miss a beat without him. Their offense, you know, wasn't quite as explosive, but they they end up going ten and two. And you know what's incredibly impressive about BYU? They went five and zero against the Pac twelve this year. Very impressive. Like they basically would have won the Pac twelve. Like so, you know, they're, they're a quality team, 
And to me, they're just a they're they're a notch above what UAB can hang for 60 minutes. BYU's going to roll them. And the thing is, Babano, I know BYU weren't a great favorite ATS this year, but BYU are one of these teams. They get up for bowl games as well. Um, they're grown men. They're not kids, and they don't take the pedal off the metal. And they 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 win this game. They're going to finish in the top 10 and stuff. Like BYU always have a chip on their shoulder. I almost feel sorry for UAB. They're not going to hang with these Mormons for three and a half hours on a football field. BYU rolls, but Bano, who you got? Yeah, I'm a little bit not on board with that. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if I love UAB here uh, in this spot, but there's concerns for BYU. Is the Shreveport, Louisiana, Independence Bowl something they're excited about? I mean, they expect oh, a little oh, bigger Babano, give, me, give, me, give me something factual, Babano, besides, like, the motivation crap and stuff that you don't know anything about. You're not on their team. Like, what are you talking like? You know what I mean? They're a ten and two team. I just said if they they top ten. Do you have anything factual for the game besides you don't know if they're motivated? <laughs> I just told well, you, BYU, BYU are always motivated. They're and always they played a motivated. schedule. They do have a size advantage in the trenches. All of that is valid. You know, BYU definitely. So let me ask you though, edges. like when you talk about that, how do you know if a team is motivated or not? Like well, you know what, I'm what I see is there's because several what, key starters for BYU that have opted not to play. Uh, but what, like, That's what I see. A couple linebackers, a couple cornerbacks, starting center's not going to play. One of their better receivers is now saying he's not going to play. Does that sound like a team that's all in on winning this bowl game? Not to me. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what their personal reasons are. They've got opt-out situations going on yeah. BYU. Uh, to me, I'm reluctant laying seven here. Bill Clark's a good coach, and uh, catching all points right. has been a good so role for taking UAB, UAB in the past. You're gonna say, oh, I don't, I would only be I don't want to take it. I don't want to take it, but I'm not going to take the other side. <laughs> well, I'm worried about the trench battle. You, you, the point you made about BYU's big is true. They do have the a trench, trench battle. Advantage. They're going to kill them in the trenches. Yes. That's definitely a concern for me, but UAB as a dog has been good, and I'm starting to see guys opt out of this bowl game for BYU. That's a bit of a red flag that, hey, uh, are we really all in here for the Independence Bowl? I mean, at 10-2, and two, and they've got some wins against some good Power 5 teams, they had to think that, hey, a bowl game greater uh, stature than the Independence Bowl was maybe in our future, and that just oh, wasn't I can't, the case for BYU. I can't argue that. That's a very good point, that, that they do deserve a better bowl game. They right? deserve I better than that. I thought yeah, so. Yeah, They do. They do. But that doesn't mean that they're not going to show up and kick the crap out of a team. Right, like there's a difference. I can't. I'm not going to disagree. No, you're free to your opinion, but um, I'm not going to. Um, I can't say that they don't deserve a better bowl game. But the thing is, they get screwed, right? But they screw themselves. They're an independent Babano. Almost every bowl game, bro, is locked in with a conference. You know what I mean? Like they're not going to the Rose Bowl, Babano. How are they going to the Rose Bowl? Oh, you're ten and two. Rose Bowl's Pac-12 and Big Ten. And Big it's not Ten, happening. yeah. Certain bowl games yeah. have those conference relationships. Yeah, I could go and on and on and on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But like, yeah. they all do. But like, every one of these bowl games is like, oh, Conference USA two versus MAC three, or SEC two versus Big Ten two. You know what I mean? Like, they're not going to the Outback Bowl. Any of those New Year's bowls are all locked in. Babano. the Big Ten, the SEC, like, they don't like these. Con- it's like it's not fair. It's true. But that's why Notre Dame gets left out now. They're like, suck it. You guys want to be on your own when it's convenient for you. But now, oh, you want to be part of us now when you want to be in a big bowl game. Well, you want to keep all your money. You don't want to be part of a conference, right? You don't, you know what I mean? You want to be independent. 
but now it's convenient for you. So they sort of, you get, you know what I mean? It goes both ways. BYU brings it upon themselves. If you don't want to share the money in modern football, Babano, you're out, bro. That's the way it works now. Yeah, it's exactly true. This is going to be one of those games here, this bowl game. You watch the early part of it. The first quarter, if you see BYU, they're locked in. They're pushing UAB around, pushing them off the line of scrimmage and running the ball down their throat, and Jaron Hall's got it going, and they're moving the ball. UAB are pretty good, Babano. Maybe I'm underestimating UAB in this because I'm I'm arguing that BYU will show up, but UAB can play as well. I would expect there to be points in this game. I'm going to go over the number here. Like, UAB's offense has gotten after it. BYU's defense isn't impenetrable. Even average teams have scored uh, on BYU this year. If you look at BYU's, look at BYU 35-31 over USC. They are able to score 35 points on the Trojans. All right, that's pretty impressive. They hung 66 points on the Virginia Cavaliers. Right, like they've hung, you know, some pretty. They played Baylor. One of their losses was to Baylor. All right, they lost 38-24 to Baylor. Oh, Baylor were a big-time team this year, and they lost back-to-back games. They lost to Boise State. They lost to Baylor. That's all they've lost to. They have had a few close games along the way, but I am maybe I'm dismissing UAB a little bit here. But I'm gonna, I like the over here, but I do think that BYU will wear them out over the course of time. Like, I'm thinking it's like 38-28 type of game, Babano. Fun game, though, you know, 38-31 or something like that. Yeah, it's definitely possible because you're right. In terms of the trench battle, there's a definite advantages for BYU. And this is the perfect kind of bowl game to remind everybody that if you don't have a strong opinion, you're not entirely sure. Yes, yes, yes. We don't have to bet every bowl, bowl game, game big. The live, yeah. betting. <laughs> the live betting is also a good way to go about it. See if BYU is locked in, if they're just dominating the line of scrimmage. Because if they are, it could get ugly for UAB. But if they're disinterested, the penalties come in, the turnovers happen. That's usually what happens with disinterested, unexcited bowl teams, Gabe. Look, for penalties, look for holding penalties, turnovers, things that we know teams that aren't locked in. Those yeah, are indicators yeah, but that, I, teams yeah, that he, usually aren't focused. It's not. It's not true. It's not true, Babano. It's such a cliche, bro. So, do you think so? Has anyone ever fumbled in the Super Bowl before, Babano? <laughs> of course, but you know what I mean. Well, well, no, no. But when they fumbled, were they were they not locked in? Is that why they fumbled? Sometimes you just you, you don't <laughs> like, make the play. Yes. Yeah, but sometimes you don't make no. the play. I get yeah, that. Like, yeah, yeah. But the best was, too, I was reading about, uh, I was reading about, it was actually Fresno, because uh, I was the Jay Kaner stuff. And I read so many dumb previews about, well, Fresno won't be motivated at all for the game. And there was the Fresno page of the kids arriving at the bowl game. Dude, they were all beaming. They had gift bags. They were in the hotels with headphones on. They got gifts. They were all loving it. Right? Like, that whole crap, man. It's just, it's a bunch of crap, Babano. Like, unless you tell me, Babano, yeah, I know somebody on BYU. I was talking to him, and he told me the locker room's dead. They don't care about this. Right? You don't know. You know what I mean? Like, no one does. That's that whole crap. Like I said, you know, teams, it's, it's just funny. I've read that narrative about, like, Fresno State. It doesn't mean I think Fresno State is going to cover the point spread because they're happy to be there. Just because you're happy to be there doesn't mean you're going to win a game. But that whole stuff, like, oh, Fresno, like I said, I was laughing because I read it. I was reading stuff about him. And then about an hour later, I saw pictures of them arriving in, uh, at the game. And they were all beaming. They all looked, like, all happy. And they were all, like, the kids were all posting their own pictures together and stuff. The kids love this stuff. Like, they, you know, it's, it's a bunch of crap. And the funny thing is, too, Babano, the fact is it's, it's people that never play sports that say that stuff. If you're a competitor, you care. Like, like, 
Every one of these kids is hoping to get drafted in the NFL. Doesn't mean they will, but they want to. They want to play well in this bowl game so they get invited to the senior bowl. They want to play well in the bowl game so they get invited to the shrine bowl, right? It's more than just like what the record was, right? Like people, like you got to look at the big picture, Babano, and everyone tuning in with this stuff about, oh, they're not motivated. Yeah, yeah, I know, because a kid that's like on the verge of being a fourth-round pick or a second-round pick going into his final game at some defensive back just because you never heard of him before, yeah, I know, it doesn't mean anything to him. He's not going to try it all. You're right. I know, I know. Right, like you know, he doesn't care about his draft stock. He doesn't care about ending with a ring and ending his last career with a win. There's just so much stuff like around bowl season crap that pisses me off with that stuff. I mean, I remember years ago, Babano, people actually on the air brought it up with me here. They didn't know how motivated Oregon were going to be in the Pac-12 title game because they weren't going to the playoff. Right. <laughs> That was with Justin Herbert and the Ducks, incidentally. They went on to win a Rose Bowl. They looked pretty motivated when they beat Wisconsin in a Rose Bowl. So, like, I just hate that crap. But Eastern Michigan Liberty, this is a tough one, Babano. But I expect points here, too, because I don't see how Eastern Michigan's going to stop Liberty here. Um, point spread is 9.5. What's your take on this one? Yeah, I mean, it's funny. Liberty was actually kind of an under team during the season. And this is a team that I worry about them a little bit, Liberty, because they had a great year last year. And this year, things started off strong. And then they had the loss to Syracuse. They had a, I still can't believe they lost as 32.5-point favorites to Monroe, uh, but they did. And then the season kind of went off the rails at that point. They didn't cover against North Texas, and they beat UMass. And then at the end, they lose to Louisiana, Ole Miss, and Army in their last three games and didn't play well. Malik Willis and the offense looked disjointed, and now they find themselves as kind of a disappointing overall record compared to last year. Now, Hugh Freeze is good in bowl games. He is. He's very good. But Eastern Michigan's head coach, Chris Creighton's 3-0 and against the spread in bowl games, and each of those games they lost, but by four points or less. They were in every single game. This coach for Eastern Michigan, it's unbelievable how good he's been as a dog. 30-9. and against the spread as an underdog run for this guy. Um, I'm on Eastern Michigan here. I think that Liberty, there's some real concerns about whether the Lending Tree Bowl is one of those bowls. Like, they thought they could be a New Year's Six Bowl team, Liberty, that they could yeah, be 11-1 and, and maybe that, in a New Year's Six game. And you're that's also not aware happening. that they weren't going to a New Year's Six game ever. Um, you're also aware, like, Malik Willis is like could be the first quarterback taken in the NFL draft, right? And you're going to tell me it doesn't matter to him? As you stated, they haven't played great down the stretch. No, they have not. Right? You see, no, like even he guy, hasn't played great. The offense hasn't. I think it's the pressure of him knowing, basically, as soon as he sort of became that guy. Like I said, mock drafts right now, a lot, a lot of mock drafts have Malik Willis as the number one quarterback taken. Right? Kenny Pickett is one. Uh, Malik Willis right there. Like I said, Malik Willis is playing for a hell of a lot of money. Right, like he has to end this strong here in this game. There's like no ifs, ends, or buts about it. The late night anger match for class continues. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. 
That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash credit card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash credit card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Oh, yeah, late night dagger management class. We're breaking it down with the band Talking some college bowls. You know what? Let's just blast through. We've only got a couple more minutes with Babano. We appreciate his time here. Um, Babano's looking at Eastern Michigan to hang around here against uh, Liberty. Uh, we've got the Beavers and the Aggies. This is going to be a fun football game uh, here. And I know you like Utah State against uh, San Diego State, and they actually tore them apart. Utah State have been hot and have continued it. And I don't want to hear about motivation on either team, Babano, because both teams are going to be fired up for this football game. But um, the Beavers are going to be – both these teams are fired up here. Um, but the point spread probably is a little bit high. Oregon State are one thing, you know, getting points. It's been a great story. But now you got to lay 7.5, total 67.5 here. I think this is the Jimmy Kimmel Bowl, actually. Who you got here, Babano? I'm assuming Utah State. Uh, actually, you know, I'm worried about Utah State here after the Mountain West Championship win. Uh, and look, I think they're up for the bowl game, but so is Oregon State. And Oregon State offensively, look, Utah State's defense was terrific against San Diego State, but I don't think the Aztecs had a good offense. Oregon State does. They got a better one. They're balanced. Nolan can throw it. They got a good run game. Uh, yeah, the running back is terrific. They got that linebacker that can run the football out of a wildcat as well. They've been doing that a lot, Oregon State. It's going to be a challenge for uh, Utah State's defense. This is actually a favorite I'm considering. Uh, I like a lot of dogs in the early bowl games, but this is one favorite that I actually kind of like, Oregon State here. And I think this one could go over the total. I think both teams will move the football. Yeah, Saturday night. Is this at SoFi? I think it is, actually. Yep. Sure no, is. no weather, obviously. <laughs> We're indoors, yep. L.A. Uh, Bowl, you know Jimmy Kimmel. I don't know. You remember that, actually. There was weather at SoFi once this year. Remember we had to oh, delay because yeah. of lightning. Right. This, it's partially <laughs> Not <open>. supposed to, <laughs> but it happened, yeah. Yeah, yeah, not supposed to. You're right. But, yeah, I just want to – I always got to clarify, make sure. Where's the ball? Check the weather, et cetera, uh, and all that other stuff. All right, great stuff, uh, Babano. Thanks for the breakdowns. Catch Babano on Twitter. Get the links to all of his picks and his shows and everything else in between, including the Ice Guys where they talk hockey uh, daily. At Babano on Twitter, Ian Cameron. All right, thanks, uh, Cameron. Thanks, Babano. Good stuff. All right, great stuff, Gabe. Thanks again. Late night anger management class. We got Pete Annapolis. Frank Schwab. We're far from done. Remember, you can listen to Sports Grid on the radio. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash credit card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. 
That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash credit card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash credit card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash activecash. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 